Welcome to Morning Meditation. I'm excited to get into the Word this morning, and then there is a little bit of a hesitation because I'm going to be talking about sin today. We uh, talked about secret sin yesterday, and I want to show you the deadly effect of sin, and it is such a critical thing that I can't just skirt over it. Uh, I must spend time uh, looking at it, and I, I know that sometimes that doesn't sound too encouraging, but I pray that we will be encouraged to not allow sin to run its course in our lives. Well, let me first of all give you my contact information, and I can get into the Word uh, quickly after that. Uh, it's lhart07 at aol.com. That's lhart07 at aol.com. And I do need to hear from you. I I don't know who's listening, don't know anything about who's listening unless I hear from you, and I uh, am thankful for uh, what little bit I've I've heard back, but I pray that uh, if you're being blessed, if you're being encouraged, or if you've got questions and comments, please uh, feel free to contact us and let us hear from you. Uh, Let us get into the Word this morning, and if you'll remember in Joshua chapter 7, Uh, We read where Achan was replying to Joshua after God had pointed him out. God had said, this is the man. And when he pointed him out and Joshua had called on him to tell him the truth, he said, it's true. I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel. This is what I've done when I saw in the plunder a beautiful robe from Babylonia 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels. I coveted them and took them. Well, you see, it it focuses on that. He saw them and he coveted them. This is the way sin works is uh, we see things. uh, uh, Covetousness grows up in our heart. We lust after them and, uh, and then sin is born. That's what James talked about. As he said, uh, God doesn't tempt anybody to sin. When we sin, it's because we have a lust in our hearts, and that lust begins to well up, and it uh, conceives that sin, and then when sin is full grown, it brings forth death. And that's the picture that uh, we need to see is uh, sin leads to death. That's what put Jesus on the cross is the Bible said the only remedy for sin is death. And Jesus took our death. It was our death. We are sinners. Jesus was not a sinner, but he took our sin upon him and went to that cross to pay the penalty for sin. So the penalty for sin, the wages of sin is death. That's separation from holy God. And so Achan says, I, I coveted it. I saw it. And I co- it, it was just, that was in him. He had something in his heart that desired those things. And that's what we see. If you remember Eve, she saw the fruit on that tree. She looked at it and it seemed good. And so she desired it and she took it and she ate it. And sin came into the world. Now, John tells us in his first epistle, that all that's in the world, he says, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's not of, not of God. It's sin. And he tells us to stay away from it. Love not the world or the things in the world. This is what's in the world. And Satan uses the things of the world to tempt us to sin. 
He knows us. He knows our our desires and our our weaknesses to lust after things. If you remember David, he saw a beautiful woman, Bathsheba, and he began to covet. He lusted for her, and he ended up in sin, great sin. And you saw the disaster that came on his life because of his sin. Uh, this is the way sin works. We we see something. And we, you know, you can't help seeing things, but you can keep from dwelling on it and lusting. I think it was Spurgeon who said, you can't keep a bird from alighting in your hair, but you can keep him from building a nest. And friend, we just have to not allow things to dwell there. And so this is what we're seeing here with this sin. And this is the way uh, it works even today in our lives. We have to understand that, that uh, we must not allow ourselves to be put in those uh, positions. But watch what happens. It says that uh, after they found the stuff that was uh, hidden in his tent, it said Joshua together with all Israel took Achan, son of Zerah, the silver, the robe, the gold wedge, his sons and daughters, his cattle, his donkeys, his sheep, his tent, and all that he had to the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why have you brought this trouble on us? The Lord will bring trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned him, and after they had stoned the rest, they burned them, and over Achan they heaped up a large pile of rocks, which remains to this day. And the Lord turned away from his fierce anger, Therefore, that place has been called the Valley of Achor ever since. That's the Valley of Trouble. Achor means trouble, and it was called the Valley of Troubling because Achan had troubled them because he sinned against God. God had given uh, directions and had said, Don't take of these things. They belong to me. And he took them, and now uh, he has uh, been found out. And he has been stoned to death along with his wife, his sons, and his daughters, and all that he possessed. Now, you might say, whoa, that's a little bit hard. Well, here's what I want you to see. is It's obvious from the text that his family were was aware of what he had done. They were aware that it was there. They, they were participating. If you remember Ananias and Sapphira, Ananias and Sapphira uh, sinned against God. They kept back some of the things that belonged to God and uh, well they belonged to them they didn't but they pretended that it was that they had given everything to God when they hadn't well Sapphira comes in later and she goes along with it she was part of it and so both of them died and so what we're looking at and I know this is the law so we're living under grace today Jesus took our sins uh, which we should be very grateful but sin affects not just ourselves. How many times have we heard people say, well, uh, it's my business and my sin and it doesn't affect anybody else. Well, it does affect other people. And here we see great evidence of how our sin affects other people. And and this man, Achan, his sin, what he saw and coveted, he took to his family and he drew them into that same thing. And now they're all put to death because of their sin. The wages of sin is death. In this uh, time in life and under the law, they were stoned to death. 
But I'm wanting us to see that today, how that sin is destructive and how that in our generation, sometimes sin is treated so lightly as though it's no big deal. And, and again, I say, we, we use that little term, well, everybody sins. Well, you know, I used to tell my family, they'd say, well, everybody's doing it. I said, well, as long as you're not doing it, everybody's not doing it. And so my friend, listen, we must be alert and aware of sin the Bible says that God's will is that we not sin, but he has made a way of recovery when we do sin in that Jesus is the propitiation or the sacrifice for our sins and for the whole world. And so I'm urging us today to look at the damaging effect of sin so that we will not allow sin to dwell in our lives. Again, you may stumble, you may fail in some way but you must not allow that sin to dwell there that's why in first john 1 9 he says if we will confess our sins that is if we will agree uh, with god if we will say the same thing god says about it and we will confess it and repent of it turn away from it god is faithful he will forgive us and he will cleanse us isn't that wonderful all that we would know today. And I mentioned David earlier. Let me just tell you that if you'll read Psalm 51 and you hear the heart of David as he cries out to God, he acknowledges his sin and he asks the Lord to wash him clean and to renew his spirit within him. All that we would see uh, that repentant psalm and we would begin to let god work in our lives we will not tolerate sin we will not allow sin to remain in our lives i I don't like having to talk about sin but it is a big issue and it hurts god and it separates us from god and so we need to learn that we must deal with it it affects not only ourselves but all those around us and so we must be willing to pay attention to what's going on in our lives and not be careless about sin and make excuses about sin, but confess it, repent of it, and turn to the Lord. May God help us to be faithful to Him to do that today. I pray in Jesus' name that we will not allow sin to remain in our lives. God bless you. Until next time. Great.